Yo, yo, yo. Hello. What up, what up? <laughs> welcome, welcome to episode 14 of Team Talks. I'm so happy Aaron's on here. We're here with our friend Aaron Dyer, another member of the OG squad. Team. And team. <laughs> no, squad, no team. <laughs> but yeah, we're super excited. How you doing, Aaron? I'm actually great. I'm excited to be here, too. Uh, I was a little nervous, but uh, I don't know why. <laughs> I love talking to you guys. It just It's kind of like that that nervousness of, like, meeting celebrities, but at the same time, you guys are, like, my best friends, so it's like, whoa. No, we're we're not, don't fucking do not give him that, <laughs> That's not a good idea. Don't, don't tell that to Gary and all eight listens that he's had. <laughs> no, not Gary, just you guys. I don't know. That's <laughs> That's the best way to describe like the excitement and almost almost nerves of uh, doing this. But I'm really yeah, like really when we blow up and we're like have hundreds of thousands of followers and you're on. Yes, yeah, and they're gonna be like, oh, remember my first episode? And then they're gonna look back and remember how intense this was. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> no, it's fine. But I totally get it. Like I was so nervous for oh, yeah. our first episode together, and I was like, oh, we're just freaking talking. That's fine. <laughs> And like we're on like we're only on like fourteen now. Like that's not that many. Yeah, we haven't like, that many. But it's like right. it's also a lot. Like that's a lot, guys. And I feel like we've improved so much as hosts already, like as podcasters and as like I don't know. Well it's cool to know that like our our mission statement is like this is the life of our friends. Boom. Go. True. It's a lot easier, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And you guys are just, I feel like you guys are really geared for it too. It's just, you guys are both extroverts that love asking people awesome questions and reflecting on Ooh. great memories and gaining yeah. more. Like, come on. It's perfect. Yeah, totally. We're like, let's talk about our this best is times like, in college. It's like, it's like a journal, if anything. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's just, yeah. Like a, it's just like a library of our memories on record. It's just like a point for everyone else to listen to and realize that they didn't have those experiences in college. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. That's so annoying. That's so annoying. It is what it is. So we like a lot of our friends who are on this podcast met freshman year. <laughs> yes. Aaron is similar. <laughs> you were first the, floor, worst floor. No, on the first floor, <laughs> same floor as Gary and David. Gary, David. Uh, Team Money will be on soon. Uh, he was on the first floor. You guys were kind of close for a second, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, and then I think I first met you in our, um, it wasn't philosophy. It was a social class. So, yep. yep. Our social class. I was sat in the very front row, and the guy I thought was very cute, who everyone thought he was very cute freshman year, was like six rows back, but you were like three rows back into the far wall, and so I would always use you as an excuse and like the decoy of who I was like, I was like, oh, somebody's talking. Let me like look at Aaron, but I really looked at this guy, you know, but I was like, like, you got to play it cool, you know? How is this the first time hearing this? I feel like you've never told me this. This I is great. I told you this. It was, that, it was that third floor guy that everybody liked, and he like actually like wasn't super like genuinely nice Wait. as a person. Third mm-hmm. floor guy. I mean, it was sixth floor guy. Wait, can we say names? No. Or we just... Yeah, we wouldn't say names. Let's talk about it after. But he was like, he was like super cute, but then you're he was sixth like sixth floor guy. You know who you he are. He was like actually pretty <laughs> arrogant and kind of like annoying. 
But... Oh, yeah, definitely 6-4. <laughs> <laughs> had to be. It had to be. But anyway, definitely. it was you and David. You, you and David were both against the wall, and I was like, oh, look at them. Not, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd say that was that was definitely one of the first times. And then one of the first times that really brings to mind, uh, one of the first times we met Brittany was the time that you asked for raid. Well, before that too, but that's the story. That's the story I remember. That's the the intro that I got because that's how I ended up meeting you. Well, no, here's the thing: is that Mateo needed ant killing. To- Raid. Raid. <laughs> and I knew you, and I already knew you to be this, like, super friendly, like, extroverted, like, guy. He and I was like, this guy <laughs> has Raid. And then Mateo's like, let's go ask Dude. him. And so, yeah, there you go. Boom. Friendship. You're welcome. Dude, Mateo's ant infestation was one of the funniest things in the beginning of the year. It's just so Dude. funny. He's, he's, like, the last person to want to have ants or to have ants in his room. Or well, to yeah, wanna, like have to kill me. It's like, like, like it's so funny yeah. directing the vegan to raid. You know what I mean? Like just like conceptually, right. <laughs> like, like here's the killing spray. <laughs> so what was your like, what was your side of that? Like I've heard her side a bunch of times. But like I want to hear your side. So my side was from what I remember. God, it was so long ago. Was this really cool person that I'd met in class and a couple times out? Me. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Talking to you. That you literally. <laughs> that that literally. <laughs> <laughs> it was true, though. Like, we hadn't had much interaction other than, like, outside of class until then, I feel like. A little bit. Classes, but... And then we, like, went, in to, we went to office hours together. I thought it was cute. I don't know. I forgot about that. I forgot about <laughs> office hours. I feel like that was the only time I ever went to office hours was that stupid class. Probably. Ever since P? Well, yeah, with so like, let's start off strong. I know, but like for mm-hmm. that class, or like for any class, for any class, but that class was just I didn't, I don't know. No, I feel like I went to one other. I think it was a stats class, office hours, where I like had to. I was like, okay, I'm struggling. I need help on this. There's two sides of it. Like I really need help, and like I want to hang out with this person. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But no, so that was like. I feel like that was one of the biggest transitioning moments in our friendship because it was like, let me also introduce you to all these other freaking cool people that are now literally this huge network of all these friends. And I really feel like I was thinking about it today. I feel like that was all you, Brittany. I feel You're like, welcome. well, I think both of you guys, honestly. Like, no, it was me. Don't don't try to give it to him. It's fine. I get the credit. I'm the one getting the credit this whole time. It's fine. <laughs> it's true, though. Seriously. You're an integral like, part of squad forming. For real, I was friends with Anthony before any of y'all were. Let me just put that out there. Yeah, maybe not Mateo. Maybe not Mateo. I probably would. Probably. I would probably would Anthony, but but yeah. you know, Davy. I definitely Aaron, me, and Jordan mm. definitely like David before any of you, including you. I was in hot no. with David. I was in that. He was in that freshman year. You were all like first floor group. Oh, yeah. real. Talk about talk yeah. about the beach day. Talk about the beach day. I know, I know. I wanted to bring that up. Oh, thank God. Okay, so <laughs> that reminded me of David's uh, kind of that first interaction with you guys in the beach day that was mentioned in his podcast. Oh, okay. So we were kind of <laughs> David made it seem like we were the chill group watching you guys like show off or like you guys were the douchey group or whatever. It was kind of like not the, not whatever. Maybe yeah, not yeah. what he said. Stereotypical. But... Yeah, but, yeah, I get it. 
Yeah. Like, oh, they could do backflips or whatever. (laughs) But what I remember is that before you guys got there, David and I were there, like, trying to do handstands and, like, taking pictures and, like, trying to... (laughs) We couldn't hold handstands, so we had to, like, we had to catch it at the right moment just to get the picture. And then the other thing I remember is, like, (laughs) I'm sorry, David. Um, We're like sitting there tanning, or like it was me and David and like a couple other people. I can't even remember, like three or four other people. And uh, David's like beginning of beginning of freshman year in college. He's like, "Oh, we gotta we gotta get our tan on." He starts rolling up his shorts like David, like all the way up, dude. Like <laughs> no tan lines for Big D. <laughs> oh, well. uh, but yeah, so we weren't <laughs> we weren't innocent in that either. We were doing our own freshman year shenanigans and then we see your your guys's group was bigger though you guys had a squad roll up if i remember right like second floor best floor what up exactly you you weren't wrong when you said first is the worst that's why everyone ditched it and went and hung out with second floor well but, either uh, second floor or other floors i rarely saw anyone well, hang out on first floor exactly exactly which is true yeah, there's, there's less privacy on the first floor you know everyone's passing through everyone's walking by so and like a good majority of the second or the first floor is tiled yeah exactly. i know that sounds dumb but like i spent like a good Hours. majority of like my second or my first year uh like in the hallway on the floor like just because like carpet. i wanted to like yeah carpeted floor even if it was like an eighth of an inch even still if, carpet oh yeah was still, you know what i mean like no one's a hangout yeah, where like yeah. everybody's walking you know you're in the way of the elevator that everybody's using because it's an eight floor building plus like ra's we had roger you guys had holly and that was just a huge <laughs> i don't think i think holly wasn't a bad too. ra no she's was she was i think she was on the stricter side of the of the RAs, personally. Yeah. I think she was cooler when you were talking to her, not as an RA. You know, yep. like, she was oh, yeah. a cool person. Like, I enjoyed, like, talking to her. And, like, she would hang out in the in the formal lounge or, like, when we had interactions with Hall Council. She was super chill. But when she went, like, power RA mode sometimes, then... You're like, chill out, dude. It's like, all right, bye, Holly. <laughs> You're not my RA. <laughs> but anyway, and then... Y'all squad formed, and yeah, boom. let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Cause... Wait, before we do that, I want to go back to the floors. Actually, go for it. Because <laughs> that reminds me of uh of uh yeah the wrestling on the floors on the first floor would have sucked, oh. man. While carpet burns hurt, tile getting smacked around on tile would not be fun. Agreed. But you guys wrestled on the first floor? No, no, no second, second. On the second floor. With who? First floor people? With us? Oh, who do you think? Well, yeah. Yeah, we rolled around. Me, him, Mateo, David, never I know. Anthony. John and I were looking, <laughs> were looking at old never Snapchats. Anthony. Anthony was always the judge. Yeah. I was yeah. always the photographer. Again, I would like to state my position in squad. But yeah, every time like something happened, Mateo, it was usually Mateo getting mad about something. <laughs> He'd be like, you want to go? Cool. You want to go outside? You want to go outside? All right. <laughs> and then we walk out of his room and we go like, Ten steps to the left, and then we like wrestle on the on the carpet, which is really just concrete with like an eighth of an inch of carpet. Yeah, red yep. burns, bruises, oh. but we get whatever it was out, and then we go, like, all right, we cool, we cool. Gosh, that's so obnoxious. I mean, not even just that; we do it for fun too, honestly. Oh yeah, I do remember that. Oh, but that's funny. That's one benefit of moving to Ivy is having grass. Yeah, <laughs> grass well, wrestling. 
You guys tried sand once. I heard that wasn't fun. Sand was awful. With who? <laughs> um, I think it was with Teo. You guys got all shaped I up. Think it, I think it was. We, we were out doing flips one time. We like mm-hmm. tried wrestling in the sand. That was bad. I wrestled one more time in the sand with Drew like years later. There's like the worst place to wrestle because it's just grinding and scraping. Like there's just a bunch of little rocks. So like it's like wrestling in gravel, but with no, more scrapes. Thank you. Not a fan. I'd rather wrestle on concrete than sand, I think. Wow. That's a bold, bold statement, honestly. Well, I just have more, you have more control. Flatter, you're not sinking into just yeah. everything. Yeah. The sand you yeah. give, and then you can, I don't know. I feel more confident. I feel more confident on concrete, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, pro wrestler, me, okay. <laughs> you know. Oh, my goodness. I got some, nice, right. some wins under my belt Move in high topic. school back in the day. Just a now few. I just beat up. Now I just beat up on the high school kids. <laughs> For real. Uh, yeah, what were, what were we talking about? We were, we're talking about into, the development of squad. Development of squad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we've talked about it before. I can't really we remember. We talk about squad all the fucking time. Of cause... course we do, because they're representing on the <laughs> podcast. They're making their showings. So you and David initially were friends. And then yes. me and Mateo initially were friends. And then yes. you became friends with Mateo, and I became friends with David separately. We kind of split, yeah. Yeah, and then the four of us, like, kind of blended together. And then Anthony was, like, one of Mateo's good friends and was always in Mateo's room while we were all there. So then, like, the five of us just mashed and squad was born. Yep. I think – I mean, we, we got close, uh, like, halfway through the year, and would hang, or maybe even before that. But I think when well, – when was it that the uh, the housing for the next year really pushed? Was it, like – February. Yeah, like, February? Yeah. Or maybe even earlier, but somewhere around there is, I feel like, when we really were, like, all right, this is our group. We're going to fucking live together. Like, we really – I feel like at that point, we were at, our, like, the tightest for the first year, for sure. We, we, like Mateo. we convinced Mateo to do it, and then he just bailed again. He's had one year <laughs> of roommates his entire life, <laughs> oh. and it was us. Exactly. I feel like he uh, he probably reflects on it as a good time overall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> oh, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure he learned a lot. Maybe we'll maybe we'll get him on one day. You never know. Oh gosh. I don't have a whole lot of faith, but <laughs> we'll see. Maybe one day. We'll see. We'll see. Stranger things have happened. So. Yeah. That's for sure. Uh, but yeah. So, yeah, I'd say it, it, I like how you uh, you put that, how we did kind of split off where David and I were in that group initially, and then we kind of split, and Mateo and I hung out for a while. That's just too funny. I never really realized how. It did work out like that. Right, and what what made it cool is it was so easy. Like, Mateo and David clicked right away. And, like, yeah. me and you clicked right away. Like, it was it was easy. Like, it could have been weird for, like, the other pairs who didn't know each other. But – and then Anthony was always around, too. So, like, he fit into the, the mix as well. Exactly. But who was it? Was that it? The me and you ended up being roommates for longer than any of, of the rest of them. David – I mean, Mateo dipped after one year, and then David graduated <laughs> early and was traveling abroad. And, me and you and I are like, we live, we're like roommates, housemates for like four years. Uh huh. And we're like, we never want to leave this place. We're going to live here after, too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, so 
Aaron is my longest housemate I've had. Like I, I've lived with you. Well, I mean, aside my family, of course, but I've lived with you longer than I've lived with anyone else. Wait, how long have you lived with him? We lived together for four years. Oh shit! Yeah. Four and years, I mean, like second through second through fifth. fifth. You could practically even count first year. I mean, same dorm. No, it doesn't count. It doesn't really count, but I. I'm gonna beat you. Asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it's and now crazy. we're not anymore now we're we're living separately and you 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 took a little trip up to, to norcal for a while you want to you want to talk a little bit about that yeah let's do it let's delve into the uh the job okay so out of college graduated environmental studies didn't really know what to do with it and got a cool job opportunity actually the my birthday that's kind of funny. The day of my birthday, I got a job call on an application. Hey, your birthday's I'm... coming up, too. Your birthday's Friday. on Friday, yeah? Yeah. Is it Friday? I yep. don't even know. The 8th is Friday. You're okay. welcome. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, I know the number. I just I have no idea what day of the week it is or will be, so. Every day is a Saturday in quarantine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not true. For us, lucky enough. Lucky enough to still work. I feel like it's almost like every day is a Friday, where you're like, the anticipation of that fun is there but then you're also like not quite I, c- I could be productive and i might <laughs> exactly exactly but yeah so job on job uh what would that even be got a job offer on my birthday took it showed up the very next day in uh, malibu actually is where i first started with them uh, an environmental consult- consulting firm and uh, it was really cool <clears throat> opportunity i got to help do environmental testing after the Woolsey fire in Malibu. That was like a huge, huge natural disaster um, that affected a lot of people. And it it was crazy to go in there and really see how much damage it did through like the Malibu Hills and just the whole, the whole area. Um, But it was also really nice to get out there and kind of see how the community really banded together to, to help each other out of it. And, uh, protect each other and kind of almost rebuild and set their community back up really quick. Um, so yeah, it was, it was cool to be out there. It was a great opportunity. Uh, did that for two months in, in Malibu and then the same company right after our, uh, our cleanup process was done. They're like, Hey, you did really good as like a, kind of like a subcontractor job. Do you want to come work at our, our corporate office in Oakland? And I was like, Hell yeah, let's do it. So, uh, because you were was... getting paid a ton. Can we talk about oh, your yeah. hours? He was getting your rate and then your overtime. This was like emergency pay. Let's they were, talk like, he was about doing it. Some important shit. And they were like, let's, let's pay, pay you for, for it. it. <laughs> yep. I also kind of finessed the system on that. And that, that really helped my situation out. So, <clears throat> on that, on my birthday, when they called the interviewer, um, my, the CEO's brother actually, uh, interviewed me and, asked me what I was previously making as a Grubhub driver and I kind of ballparked it with like tip and whatever but also bumped it up a little bit and I was like yeah I probably make like 25 an hour and he's like all right we'll start you there and I was like perfect sounds good but not only that I was working six tens so I was working six days a week 10 hours a day and I was getting overtime so there were times when I was yeah that's it (laughs) (laughs) That was like right after we moved in too, or no? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like a month after we moved in, and uh, I only did that for a couple months though. But then I, then I just no, wait, no, it wasn't a month after. It was that was a month. going into the balcony, right? 
No, I think it was like near the end of the balcony, actually. Yeah, we left. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You I'm getting my ears and yeah. stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was. It was after. It was. So your birthday of of last 2019. year. Yeah, of last year. It's been right? a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was last year. So that was right when we were getting ready to like move out. Yeah, like about a month, a month and a half before we moved out. Exactly. So you're making twenty five um, an hour, with plus overtime. Plus they gave him a yeah. car. Plus they gave you a car. Oh yeah, car. and I had a company car. Yeah, that company was nice. Car. Free gas. <laughs> uh huh. But I did have to commute for three hours a day, so my days were thirteen hours, and I was only getting paid for ten. But I was getting paid damn well, so I didn't mind too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And like I said, it was actually a really great job. It was it was uh, honestly pretty fun. Uh, kind of weird to say, given the circumstance, but I would just honestly drive around all day and like drop off pumps here, sample some air there, say hi to some really cool construction guys that were cleaning things up and fixing things up. And it was a great job. Um, but then moved up to Oakland, I think. When was it? Started that in May, June, July. Did that for like two months. And then I think... The end of July was when they were like working on the process of moving me, offering me the job up in Oakland at their author at their corporate office and uh, talking about actually moving me up there and getting started up there, which I've never, I, had, I don't even think I had visited the Bay area except like two times before I got that offer. And uh, I, I couldn't refuse it just because it was such a great position right out of college and didn't really, <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah. kind of like that first First jump. Sure. I might have, I might have jumped the gun a little bit, but no, that not? was totally. It's a part of it. It's a part of that's it. It's a, normal. Yeah. But it was Plus also I was experience. Yeah. Yeah, I was excited for the experience. It's like I don't know. You guys know me. The adventure was kind of fun. So mm-hmm. totally. <clears throat> but yeah, so corporate was a little different than Malibu. Uh, moved up there in August. Martin helped me move up there. Lived out of a hotel for like two or three weeks. That was pretty fun. Um started off just doing like odds and ends for them again kind of like air monitoring here and there just uh easy stuff and then they started kind of getting into the little harder more um kind of weird to describe but essentially hazardous material testing of like entire buildings so we would go into like a school or office complex or an entire apartment complex like the one i live in now with like 50 to 300 units, whatever it is. Right. And either unit by unit or a certain percentage. <clears throat> look for like similar construction, similar materials, and essentially test all the materials in it and make sure that there's nothing hazardous like lead or asbestos or uh, C, what was it? Uh, PCBs, polyphenol chlorides, um, things like that. So anything that could be toxic to people. Yeah. Uh, and this is like, because these things were made so long ago that they were never made with like the right standards and you had to go check and make sure they were like not hazardous or was it like what like why why would you have to look at this stuff why does this shit exist yeah why like, why is that like perfect question and without going into like a week-long because <laughs> this is actually <laughs> they have week-long classes describing this um generally asbestos was this mineral that we discovered uh I don't even know what, how early, but pretty early on and thought that it was this miracle mineral that <clears throat> was fire resistant, uh, water resistant, really extremely strong for uh, really high tensile strength. So it'd be really 
small amounts are really strong. So they're really good for like building fireproofs, like suits for firefighters or uh, just fireproofing like houses. And we're like, oh yeah, it's a great idea. Let's make it all fireproof. Just put it in everything. Cause it was also pretty much abundant. So it was found everywhere. And uh, not till, and after, not for using it a while, uh, we realized how bad it actually was and that it was causing all these illnesses, a bunch of lung sicknesses. Um, and it's actually really bad for environment, people to breathe in, everything. And same, kind of same with lead. We realized that applying lead or putting it in, mixing lead in with paint makes it harder, makes it potentially last longer, uh, more resistant to water or erosion. But when it does erode and it creates this fine lead dust, people breathe it in and it makes them really sick, especially kids. So yeah, it's uh, not much planning or testing and then a lot of reacting and laws and uh, trying to kind of catch up and fix what we've yeah. already gotcha. put everywhere. <laughs> well, yeah, so it's it's in a lot of buildings that were built before 1970s like or 80s before then. You can almost guarantee that if it hasn't been remodeled, it probably has a little bit of asbestos or lead in it. Yeah. But the only way to test is to take samples of all the materials, send them into a lab, and have them tell you. It's pretty crazy. Gotcha. Interesting. Yeah. So, you're not doing that right now? Nope. You moved Welcome back to SB. The Unemployment Club. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm actually glad. I'm glad to be back in SB. I really missed it. Really missed it. Unfortunate timing, but uh, I'm looking forward to being here in SB's prime after this is done. Bro. <laughs> because Marin, you and Marin did long distance for a while. Yeah. yeah like we nine did. months, we did. right? Good transition mm-hmm. to Marin. Yeah, let's talk about Marin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. That so is a good who's your lady friend? Who is this girl? So, who, who's our lady friend? She's I, all of our friends. I love Marin. <laughs> this girl is a very special girl that I've known for over three and a half years now, I think. And have been dating for coming up on three years. The 20th. Whoop, whoop. 20th month. May 25th. May 20th. 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 <laughs> I know you guys anniversary. Shoot, I thought I knew. It was five. It was five two there, now five two five. Close enough. <laughs> Honestly, I'm probably more excited for that than my birthday. It's kind of funny. It's but, three uh, years. I think I three years is a that. big deal. It is. Any any years is a big deal. Like, yeah, you're right, babe. Every year is an additional big deal. It's true. It is. It is exactly. And uh, yeah, we're excited. We've. Uh, We've lived with each other like kind of periodically off and on before. And we've even done long distance almost like every year we've dated. It's kind of funny. Like the first year we dated, we started dating right before summer and then went complete separate ways. <clears throat> Both. <laughs> I went to Utah. She went to Kauai. And then I went to Kauai and she went somewhere else. Uh, she go France, I think. So we were kind of like flip-flopping back and forth. If we had known each other a little longer, we might have been able to time similar destinations. But uh which is kind of funny. So the first year, long distance. Second year, long distance for uh, study abroad. I went to Belize. She went to England for, gosh, she was gone for, I think, over three months. Like I mean, yeah, I think it was like, she did a quarter, I think. Yeah, it was a long time. I was gone for six or seven weeks, and she was gone longer than me. So I think like three months. It was a while. <laughs> yeah, that's a long time. Yeah, so honestly, the the nine months we did where I was in Oakland, we visited each other 
hopefully or about twice a month if we could and uh, more if you more even if we could um so it wasn't too bad we talked every day I'm sure you guys know that and uh you know we did it but we're really we're really glad and excited to be back living together finally like officially i feel so bad we literally we signed this lease and we were so excited to be living with each other and we're like yeah our first place and then literally like a month later my job's like hey so come move up to oakland i was like do you want to move (laughs) and mom was like i was so glad she's so supportive she's like how can you not pass up that opportunity and of course as I'm like going through the application process, the guy's like promising the, promising me the world and being like, oh yeah, in a year you could have an office in SB, you could like move back there, like start essentially what I'm doing here, there, like it'll be great, don't worry. No. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. yeah. I'm I mean, excited to be back. You were duped. <laughs> I was what? I said you were duped. Duped, I was. I was a little duped, but oh well. But also, you got paid. Yeah, you got paid. You got a lot of experience at that job. I keep getting hung up on the money because the money is so good. The money. Well, the money. The money wasn't as good when you moved back up there, right? You were getting more money in Malibu, right? Way more. Because of overtime. All right. Yeah. It was emergency base too. But you were still starting (laughs) at twenty-five. Like that's that's a lot more money than I make. I'm sorry. I agree. I was very lucky and fortunate to start out of college at 25, but I also got unlucky that I was paying two leases. <laughs> so that kind that of sucks. Okay, fair. That's fair. I, yeah. I know. I was like, it was kind of funny. I was talking with Marin and like talking about budgeting and stuff. And I'm like, I feel like I'm good with budgeting. I'm not spending very much and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, how am I only able to save like this tiny little amount each month? I'm like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm paying rent in two different places. That's not fun. Right. Uh, I did. Yeah, I did the math one time just to. I don't know why I did it. It probably shouldn't have. But if I had <laughs> continued, if I had continued living here and worked a job that paid me twelve to fourteen an hour, I would have made the same money, paying rent in two places. Well, that's kind of like, what I was going. Is like you get. That's what this age range in our lives is for. Trump. You know, go test it out. Go move somewhere new. Try. You know, try. You guys did long distance for longer than you ever had like you're putting so many things to the test like do you want to stay in this particular subsect of your field do you want to follow like that kind of career path do you want to live in that area do you want to be that far away from your partner for that long like it's just it's a good time to test all of those things and even if you didn't like them you know whatever fuck them like you're you're back in sb you're you know coronavirus saved you (laughs) <laughs> you know you, you get laid off of a job you didn't like or whatever you know or you did like it, whatever like it's it's just the time to like test stuff out and exactly. be free. And it's cool that you guys as partners were like able to support each other in that and i mean it's awesome true true i know i got i got really lucky and it was really funny too because the original plan was i'll move up there and kind of like lay the groundwork and then after graduation she was going to come move up with me and we're going to try out Oakland and see how that goes. And then she got an unbelievably amazing job here. And I was like, no, you can't come up here now. You have like the best job in the world. So let's stay down there and try to figure out a way to get me back. <laughs> but, <laughs> You're like, all my, all my people are down there anyway. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Honestly, it's just. Back. Well, now, now we can't even hang out, you know, we're, right. we're not even, I mean, technically we're not even there right now. <laughs> 
but not yet but after this is over we will for sure. eventually yeah <laughs> exactly but, uh, you're right though john it was it was an unbelievable learning experience i learned so much about myself um i learned that i can actually take care of myself and i will survive alone i didn't Woo! i wasn't sure if it was gonna be a thing or not i'm really surprised but also yeah. glad um yeah what was that like what was that like being like actually living alone like not like you know you're you're a single child you, you know you live with your parents but like what was it like just being like by yourself in another city where you didn't know anyone like just that move it was it was really exciting um there's a lot of free time not gonna lie um and honestly, at the same time, that wasn't that much different. <laughs> it really, it wasn't too much different. But I also chose to spend a lot of my time, like, hanging out with Marin on Skype or talking to her on the phone, doing kind of some of the similar stuff or even playing video games. But uh, uh, it was nice to be somewhere that I hadn't been before and kind of explore that. And I always like exploring new places and checking things out and Oakland and like the whole Bay Area was like really cool, great experience. But at the same time, I did learn that I love Santa Barbara way more. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, that's easy. It kind of brings me. <laughs> What's that? It's an easy choice. <laughs> oh, it is. It is. It kind of reminds me of like I, I was born in Ohio, grew, uh, lived there for ten years, and moved back or moved to California when I was just about to turn ten. And I swear, for like two or three years, I was like. I'm going to, the second I turn 18, I'm going to move back to Ohio. Like, and I don't want to live in California. I hate California, all this stuff. Of course, whatever a nine-year-old would think when they get ripped away from their friends and right, their right. Friends, whatever. But then I, I shortly realized that California is where it's at. You were like, my parents back. hooked it up. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like, from Ohio God. to California, let's go. Who are your parents, Aaron? I love your parents. Gary oh, and Mary, you. man. Big fans. <laughs> They're really good. We we got lucky and we got to go see them um, like two weeks ago, I think it was. And uh, they're they're not doing too bad. Keeping uh, keeping their distance socially, of course. Um, yeah. Luckily, mom was kind of a homebody, so not not too much of a change there. Nice. Um, yeah, my dad has stayed busy, but he's trying to stay busy while also staying safe. So. Is he, is he still working? Is, he, is his, like, yeah, he's doing his private contract and stuff still? Yeah, and he's self-employed, and the unemployment process with that is terrible, and construction is actually considered a, what is it, an essential, essential. service? Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of how I was still working through the beginning of this as well, Yeah. is uh, the housing and any construction for housing falls under essential because they need to create housing for, I mean, California needs housing, so. <laughs> right, right. But yeah. he he's glad to be keeping keeping his work. Otherwise, yeah. he'd uh, be going crazy at home like all of us. I love talking to you, Chris. Last time I saw them, we were at the beach, and I got mm. a little tipsy. <laughs> but I was talking to them about life, and I swear, I swear, I saw your dad cry a little bit, and I was crying a little bit. I forget what we were talking about. I think we were talking about like brothers or something, and I, I don't, I don't even know what we're talking about. I was crying a little bit though. And I, was, I swear he's crying a little bit. And your mom probably asked me three times when John and I were getting married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. And so, but I love, I just, I love them. They're so, they're so real and legit. We went and visited them 
I think the first time I met your parents, uh, maybe maybe the first time I met your parents was when they maybe visited you in Santa Barbara. But then we've gone to your house a couple times before snowboarding, and they housed us, and that yes. was really sweet. Um, That's so please. crazy. Yeah, that was so long ago, guys. That was that was so long. That was like almost so long ago. Almost four, three and a half years ago. No, it has to be longer than that. Yeah, it has to be longer than mine. Yeah, they're coming up Mm -hmm. on three years, so I think the winter before that. Three and a half. Nah, it's gonna be like four. I think it's somewhere between. Gotta go in winters. No, okay. When I met Drew, when did I meet Drew? I met Drew in winters. (laughs) I met Drew in January, like right around his birthday. It wasn't freshman year, obviously. Of was it second year or was it first year? I have a YouTube video. Twenty sixteen, we went to your house. January twenty sixteen. That would be third year. Wait, that sounds right though. I am right. It's right around when we met Drew because we went paintballing for Anthony's birthday. And then the next day, yep. everybody yep. decided to come to snowboarding, even though I was already going. And Drew was like, <laughs> I got to go visit my mom on my birthday. And we were like, bye. But that was 2016 because that was the winter before I went abroad. So you're welcome. Look at the skills right here. <laughs> no. You know, can you guess what month and day? I just, I have, I have a YouTube video that I posted like a day January, or two after. I swear it was like January 10th or 11th. I swear it's right oh my- Drew's birthday. Brittany, that's crazy. It was January. I posted the video January 21st, but like, that's still crazy. That was very accurate. I told you it was Drew's birthday. It was Drew's birthday weekend, but we were celebrating Anthony's like birthday present from that May previously because we were all lazy and did not actually go paintballing around his birthday. Yeah, I remember <laughs> he we were, bought paintballing tickets, and it was like we gotta go during la- during like chem class. We have or bio class or something. They're good for a year, and then we wait like seven months before we actually all go. That was so fun, though. Yeah. And then didn't someone, didn't you, John, buy, like, 500 paintballs or something? Or was Dude, that him? yes. After we went paintballing, I got, oh. like, I got, like, thousands of paintballs. I think it was, like, 4,000 paintballs on, mm-hmm. on, 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 like, frame for sale. Just because I was like, oh, we're going to go again. And I had them for, like, two and a half years, and we never used them, and they got disgusting, <laughs> and I just threw them away. How many um, four thousand paintballs. I think it was like fifty bucks. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious! But if we would have paid for those at the paintball place, it would have been like three hundred dollars worth of paintballs. Oh, okay. So okay. I was like, Easily. oh, this is a steal. But Easily, it's never went back. back. So, John, I I remember from that trip for Anthony's birthday. Again, seven months later, um, we all played together on one side, and then I was terrified of paintballing. For the record, I was like, I'm gonna fucking hit, and. <laughs> Then we, like, split up into teams, and I remember I was in this bunker. That was, like, a three-wall bunker, okay? It opened in the back, and then it had maybe a two-and-a-half-inch slot for you to look out and point your paint, bu- paint gun, right? Uh-huh. John on the other fucking team hit me in the forehead <laughs> when I was in I this it. bunker. <laughs> and I came out, and I had this welt on my forehead. <laughs> I... Probably wasn't even aiming for you <laughs> <laughs> because I was so bad at paintballing. I remember Megan Coda got hit in the collarbone, and we were the only two girls there. We were like, "Yeah, motherfuckers, we're bad." <laughs> I was, dude. I I got so messed funny. up on that trip. I got hit. I got hit in the back of the head, which sucked. And worse, when we went into that like that little side area, I don't really remember. Anyway, I got shot in the mouth, like through like I had a face mask on, like a yeah. guard, like a grill. But my mouth was open and it hit the mouth, which was like, like a like a 
like a, like a great face mask like a great yeah mm. and my mouth was open and the paint hit and it just splattered all into my mouth and i was freaking oh. out and i wanted to take my helmet off and the referee guys were like keep your helmet on keep your helmet on and i was like i gotta spit this out like it just in my mouth <laughs> i was freaking out and i don't know even who shot me or who even was on the other team but i was just like I haven't gone paintball since. <laughs> I swear that we came back. So that was like in like Lompoc or something. It was Santa Maria. Maria. And then Santa we Maria. drove back to SB and got our stuff for snowboarding and drove to your place that night and had a full day snowboarding the next day. Oh, that yeah. Was a fun weekend. We were so fun. Yeah, we're God. so fun. What happened? <laughs> I don't know. I always wonder that. Like, I, I think I think what you guys mentioned in a previous podcast, like freshmen, we're just like excited to do stuff. I think John was saying it, like the freedom, the like, like, let's yeah. just do it. And I don't know, maybe we got a little worn out, but yeah, like <laughs> freaking freshman year when Ernie and I are sitting, or maybe it was I don't think I think you were in the lounge, Aaron, at the time, and of course I think John was, maybe David. I'm always everywhere. But we were sitting, Ernie and I were sitting. We were like, we want to, <laughs> we want to go camping. Oh <laughs> my god! Yeah, and then, and then Aaron, god. And you, Aaron Dyer are like. Well, I got a tent in sleeping like, I have everything for camping. I, I, and I have this, 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 this. And we're like, and oh. I was like, I got a car. And so we mobbed it, mobbed it back in five people. Me, Ernie, and then John, Aaron, and, and David all freaking went up and just slept Spend in the night sleeping on the rocks. <laughs> just for fun. Guys, I've done a lot of camping. I've done a lot of camping, and that is one of my favorite and most memorable camping like trips. That's so cool. Because that wasn't even and legit I'm... camping. I mean, yeah, it was. We camping in a cave. Yeah, it was. We camped in a cave. I slept yeah. on a rock the size of my leg. <laughs> yeah, I covered up <laughs> to a baby. Baby night. We packed in there like sardines, honestly. This is a two person tent, and we had five people in it. <laughs> that was yeah. literally yeah. so much fun. And then we had, for some reason, somebody had a bag of like airheads, and. That was me. We, we like oh, had yeah. no actual food. It was all just yeah, like it was junk candy food. and like I think there might have been like a little bag of popcorn yeah. or like something. And then when we got there, we we like we like sat all of our stuff down, and then we of course went like exploring. And I don't know where this rock was, Aaron. Can you tell the story? You know better than I do. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I can tell the story. This was actually the day know. we were leaving. No, this was the like... morning after. All right, all right. No, 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 not that one. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. That's later. <laughs> that's what I was talking Before about. Before that one, when like the night of where we're all like we're finding about that up, one after. we're coming up to like it's, I don't, it's like it might have actually been lizard's mouth. I think it was. We're talking about the wind. Yeah, the wind one. Yeah, that was lizard's mouth. Was it lizard's mouth? Yeah. Oh shoot. Yeah. yeah so that that was super fun. So we all like crawled up on our like hands <laughs> and you know feet, and, and we all, all like. Crawling peeked up over lizard's mouth and just like the gust of wind was crazy that was so much fun i remember that that was i don't know it's like it's a good 60 to 80 foot drop too so like the drop the wind like us literally army crawling to the edge to peer over like it was a good good pretty exhilarating it was nighttime like dark dark we were like howling like i've been there during the day like hiking it's fun oh you walk over the edge oh that's cool but like at night it was just way different it was so fun. And, and we all, I think, uh, was it you, me, and David, John, found that little, like, bathtub-shaped rock, and we all, yeah, like, yeah. took a little picture? Oh, we yeah. all took pictures oh, that's in such it. such a good picture. I have a cute picture of me and Ernie in it. Yeah, no one remembers that yeah. one, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ernie, <laughs> Ernie and I do. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> uh, yeah, no, that yeah. was a great movie. Anyway, so the and other we drove rock. home, and nothing happened. <laughs> 
No, yeah, sure. John, you wish this would happen, buddy. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. If you weren't going to bring this up, Brittany, I was. I'm so no, this, glad. This is, I feel like this is Aaron's story. This to is tell. an Aaron story. As, as, no, well, I need your guys' help, but as John would mm-hmm. say, this needs to go down on the record. This needs to, this needs to yeah, be this, somewhere. Journal it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh my gosh. I just well, told me, this. Can I preface, can I preface yeah. by saying it's not one of my proudest moments, but it will forever be one of my most memorable. All right. Oh, yeah. Let me preface it by saying <laughs> that I was fucking right maybe 10 minutes before any of this started, okay? <laughs> Rudy was right. Oh, God. Yeah. <sighs> if we had only listened to Brittany. Well. Hey, you so were driving. We... You stopped. <laughs> no, I didn't. That was before we ever left. You guys, like, put the shit in the car yeah. and we're like, we're going over here. It was like we were about to leave and you and I saw it and we're like, all right, we got to, before we so leave, sorry. we got to go. You found a rock you want to climb. So, we're looking over along the horizon, we're up at Lizard's Mouth, we packed our shit, like Brittany said, and John and I just spot this rock. And, I don't know, what would you guess, John? Probably like a 60 to 80 foot rock? I'd say like 60, maybe 70, yeah. I think 60 is a really fair, I think I told it, I actually told the story pretty recently. Um, I'd say at least 60. At least, yeah. That's, That's what my, I said it was about 60. Um... So we, it just, it honestly stuck out like all trees and rocks, but this, this one stuck out and it looked, it looked like you could get to the top pretty easy. So John and I are like, all right, we, we got this. We, we do, uh, we do some climbing here and there, some buildering around campus. We can climb a rock. That's easy. So <laughs> we get to the base. <laughs> I can't look at you on our video. This is gonna I know. Make laugh. Just, oh. oh God. Okay, so we get to the base of this rock, which at the time we didn't realize is actually in a gun range, uh, one of the sides of the gun range, and we're sizing it up, and we make it up, like, I'd say 30 feet, pretty easy. Like, Yeah, I'd say like honestly, the first, like, third or so, mm-hmm. like, maybe third Very to a half, yeah. Yep, and uh, it, it kind of had like a, like a plateau at that half or third mark, wherever it was, and then it stepped up, I think if I remember, I like two more layers. And we're like, all right, yeah. let's, let's try to get up there. Well, we tried for a couple minutes, and John was like, I can do it. I can do it if you give me a boost. And I was like, all right, well, I don't need to go any higher, so I'll boost your ass up there. So I give him a little boost. Mistake it wasn't one. Mistake one. one. Until boost. you can get down from something you needed a boost up to. That's the <laughs> exactly. fucking mistake. Exactly. Well, I mean, if you think about it, I only boosted him like, it might have been like an eight foot wall that we just couldn't. And it was at a weird slant. I'm talking, he gave yep. me a boost of maybe a foot. Like, yep, exactly. Like a foot, just like from like, just a little oomph. That was it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And literally, if, if that was the only obstacle, he could have just fallen on me and I would have caught him. We would have been fine. But then <laughs> he made it to the top and he's like chilling up there. He's looking around. He's like, damn, this is dope. And it was, how wide do you think it was? Like, Maybe four uh, feet wide. No, nah, it was. I think it was bigger than that. I'd say it was like the whole top of it was maybe like eight yards. Like, but it was like a sloped eight yards. It wasn't Mr. like like the very top of. Okay, you want me? You want in feet? Sorry. <laughs> no, I know that's, Dude, that's football, feet. That's I, I, I measure everything in yards. I would say I maybe eight yards is a little much. Yeah. Maybe maybe like six yards. Yeah, but, I could see that. But the the main part, like the the flat part of it, was not very big. I'd say it was maybe like five feet. Yeah. Yeah. 
and it kind of like rounded and sloped off, right? Yeah, it sloped so, off. Which sloping's easy to go up, not oh, so yeah. much down. Not so much down though, as John as John figured out. But yeah, anyway, so I, I spend like maybe five, ten minutes up there taking all kinds of pictures, videos. I'm like, oh, I'm on the top of this tallest rock. Like, this is the coolest thing. Get all the cool stuff. And I'm like, all right, cool. I need to get down. And then I, so I, like, I start going down and I get past like the top part. And then I'm like climbing down, climbing down. And I'm like, I get down to wherever I can get down the most comfortably. And I'm like really sketched out to move like past the next point. And it was, it wasn't quite the area that, that Aaron boosted me up to. It was like the, the next level above that. Yeah. If I had been able to get to where Aaron boosted me up, I would have been able to get down easily. But the next area I was able to climb up easily, but coming down was just too sketchy, not having traction and not having any grip and not having a a wide enough base on the area where he boosted me up to. And I'd say it was, well, maybe like one. I'd say maybe twenty feet from where you were. Yep. Where 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 I was able to climb down to. Yep. Maybe somewhere around there. And I was just like, "Yo, I don't know. I don't know if I can do this." Like I was just like straight up. I was just like, "I'm like I'm scared." And like I'm I'm pretty. I don't want to say reckless. But, like, I, I will do things that I know are not safe if I know I'll be okay. Yep. And I feel like that's a that's a fair, like, okay, yeah, like, it's not safe, but if I know I'll be okay, then I'll be fine. But it was literally, like, a 15 to 20-foot drop onto, like, an almost 45 slanted degree of rock for maybe about 15 feet and then another 25 plus drop after that and Aaron's on this 45 slant just kind of stand there like be careful (laughs) be careful be careful dude watch your foot (laughs) like like, just like terrified waiting for me to fall and I was like I I can't do it like I can't do it and they they calmed me down Aaron Aaron was great he was like this is the part that I remember most he was like dude you're gonna be fine just relax I'm gonna get help (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was the best part. I remember saying, I'm gonna get help, and he just leaves. And I'm up, so I was on a sketchy ass area, so I climbed back up to the top of the rock because it was easy to get up there. So I'm sitting yeah. on top of this rock, and then Aaron leaves, and I'm just like on top of this rock waiting. <laughs> and then, okay, Aaron, continue from there. I'm in the freaking, I'm by oh, yeah, the car. What, what are you thinking this whole time? Ernie and I were by the car rolling our eyes the entire time. That is it. Continue. Okay. <laughs> I, that's funny. I, I guess I didn't remember, right? I've never asked your perspective on that. I don't even remember saying that. All I remember is, like you said, you came down, couldn't, at, got to a point where you couldn't get lower. Um, do you remember your thought process on, like, options? Like, right there, you and I were kind of brainstorming a couple things. Yeah. Do you remember the options? I was like, I was like, I could jump down. Yeah. Like, I was like, I can either continue to try and climb. And fall. If I slip and fall. That's going to be like a 15-foot drop. That's like jumping off the roof. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like that's not good. And then mm-hmm. I was like, but even if I get... But that, that, that was the scary part. I was like, if I try and climb down, I'll fall worse. But if I jump, that's sketch because mm-hmm. that's really high. It's like 15-plus feet. And then I was like, plus, I'm going down to like a 45-degree slant rock. And I only have like 10 or 15 feet 
to kind of gauge my disc. Like if it was flat and I could just like drop down and just like forward, like, you know, just do a roll and like gather myself and not fall off another 25 feet, I would maybe different, but yep. we just like talked through and we were just like, yeah, if you fall, it's bad. Like I was like, I can't die up here. Like, <laughs> I was like, my mom's gonna kill me if I die. Exactly. I literally remember you saying that. My mom will kill me if I die up here. And you were like, from what I remember, you were like, it's like you're saying, talking out the process of it would be much worse if I try to climb down and fall because you're not really prepared for what you can fall on, whatever. You're not, you're not in control. You're falling. Right. <laughs> your other process was jump to where I was. But I almost remember you saying like, if I jump there, then I've only got this little landing pad and it's an angle so i'll have to like roll and continue and jump again to the lower level and just hope that i land on like these trees and bushes and shit and they catch me yeah and i was like no and i was like <laughs> that's, no. what, that's what it was yeah you're right i was like i what if i land into the trees like i'll be good <laughs> like you've seen like cartoons and stuff where like they land the trees and it slows them down he was like no what are you talking about <laughs> like i'm <laughs> leaving i'm gonna get out so I was like, I was like, where I was like, no, John, you're not jumping off of this. And I, I think I remember us talking about possibly like a helicopter lift out mm-hmm. too. And we looked that up. Do you we remember? The it was going to cost like nine thousand dollars to get me up from no, a helicopter. I think it was more than that. I think it was like, more? I think it was like a hundred thousand no, dollars. No way. No way. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe you're right. Maybe it was only. I, I, I remember nine thousand dollars. That okay. that that number is in my head. More, that sounds way more realistic. I just remember it being this crazy number where we're just like, no. <laughs> um, You're like, that's so, yeah. not an yeah, option. I was like, I will jump off this rock before I get helicopters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was like, okay, that's not happening. So I did. I, I fucking left you up on that rock. I was like, John, <laughs> don't move. Don't jump. I'll be back. Dude, I ran to like the nearest building, which was up that hill a little bit. And it, like I said, it happened to be the gun range. And there was one dude there. I don't. Do you remember who he was? Was he like a worker, the owner? I don't. I think he was like he was like the manager, the charge, whoever was in charge. At yeah. Time. And I was like, "Hey, I've got a buddy stuck on a rock. Do you have anything that I can use to get him down? Like a ladder, like rope, anything?" And he's like, "Well, maybe I could find you some rope." And I was like, "All right, it's better than jumping or a helicopter. Let's try it." <laughs> so, I just grab all this rope this dude had. And I run back to where John was. And by now, I think everyone was out of the car and, like, looking at him like, God damn it, like, what's going on? Like, everyone's all worried and, like, don't jump, John. (laughs) At this point, I've been on this rock for probably close to, like, an hour. Yeah. Oh, easily. Easily. And I'm just up there. It's freezing cold. And it's, like, windy. (laughs) I'm just, like, laying on this rock, like, wow, I'm on this rock. (laughs) And like you said, you'd climb back up to the top. So you're at the top of the 60 or 70 foot tall rock, just like chilling up there on your little, on your little pad, worrying how the fuck you're going to get down. <laughs> and, uh, oh gosh, this next part is ridiculous. So I grabbed this. Yeah. <laughs> I show up with a bundle of rope and I'm like, John, you have anything up there we can fucking tie this to? And you're like, well, there's this like metal thing in the ground. And I'm like, perfect. <laughs> That's amazing. We can we, we can get you down. But then we had to get the rope up to you. <laughs> do you remember that? Yes, I do. This is the most important part of the story. It took Aaron almost 45 minutes no. to throw this damn rope up to me. 
It was not forty. It was almost forty-five minutes. Aaron spent. If, if the hardest thing is, is it? He took twenty minutes trying to throw it, and then his arm got tired, and he had to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> he had to take a break, and then he continued trying, and he was able to throw it up high enough. I'm on top of the rock. Yeah. And I didn't want to climb back down, but he ends up throwing it up high enough. It gets stuck in that area that I was able to climb down to. It was like a little bit below that. So I was able to climb back down to that area once it got stuck and like reach down and grab the rope and climb back up. And that was the scariest moment for me was like getting down to as far as I was before and it being just like a couple feet lower and having to like try and reach down and grab it. And as soon as I got it, climbed back up to the top, I used the like little like hook. Like people had definitely like, climbed this rock before but they're oh, more prepared dude. than i and was it a real rope, rock had... or is it a fake rock no it was a real rock so, it was... it's a real rock but what it is is people it's called top roping or even anchoring like they climb up and they anchor all the way up and then they they uh drill in or cement in mm-hmm. a hook essentially that then they can latch onto and top rope from it and just climb without worrying about it. they have a rope and a partner and right. belay and all or even audibly or whatever themselves um yeah so it's usually safe safer than uh, yeah, when you have the supplies and you know what you're doing and you plan on doing it, it's easy. Yeah, and you, that's the big thing. We had the supplies randomly, haphazardly, but we didn't plan on doing that. Exactly. Uh, so anyway, so you, I, I, I loop it through, pass it down to Aaron. Whoa, wait. Sketchily, you, like... No, 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 you're missing a part, I'm getting buddy. there. I'm getting, I'm okay, getting there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I was like, Aaron, I was like, I need a knife. And he like throws a knife up no. to me, and I like cut it no, off. No, I sent it along the. I sent it along the rope. Was, was that you? Yeah, you're right. You're right. You pulled it up on the rope. You're right. Yeah. I think you had to like cut a knot or something because it wasn't fitting yeah, through the I loop. Had to, exactly. It, it wouldn't fit, and I had to, like it was, I can't remember exactly. All I know <laughs> is he was like, "Whatever you do, don't leave my knife up there." And I was like, "Dude, I got you. I won't." So we get up there. I figure this whole thing out. I send it down. He's getting ready to belay me. We get all the way back down, and we're like, "Oh, cool, dude!" Like, I'm like, I'm like, I feel cool. We get all the way down, we're back to there, boom, give him a hug. I'm like, "Dude, I can't believe that happy!" Like, thank you so much. Like, "Oh, let's go!" Like, we're so happy. We leave. We climb down the next 20, 25 feet. We drive up. We go back out to our friends, David and Aaron and Brittany. And I was like, "Oh my god, you're so stupid!" Oh my god, what do you do? I can't believe we've been here for two hours. <laughs> it was obnoxious. And then we get in the car, and Aaron's like. Hey, do you have my knife? And I was like, dude. <laughs> I totally left his knife on top of the rock. You had one job, John. I had well, I had two jobs. Get that <laughs> and don't forget the knife. And I just prioritized. Yeah, that's fair. But oh man. Super funny, but one of my most memorable favorite stories that I will sacrifice two hours of terrifying. Like being stuck on a rock to to remember, so it's one of my favorites. Did you show your mom now? Yep, I sent her pictures out here. Yeah, but she'll get to listen to it in full detail now. <laughs> I might have told her before. I... Seriously, though, like just I don't know. I I look back on it and like it just reminds me like I was so confident in that mm-hmm. moment, and then as soon as it happened, I was like, oh, this is bad. Like, and then I realized, but like, even recently I went, when I went to Vegas for my sister's birthday, her 21st birthday, we went to like Red Rock 
And I did this little area. And they were going to walk all the way around this rock. Like this like little cliff area. And I was like, I really don't want to walk all the way around this. Like, I'm just going to meet you guys at the at the other point. Like, I'm going to try and go this way. So I just took a weird route. And I climbed. And I got to an area. And I was like, oh, like I got to climb this. And I was like, or I, I mean, I could walk back all the way around and try and run and like jog and catch up with them. I was like, but I really don't want to. So I just climbed it. And as I'm going up, I get to the middle of it. And I was, I had like deja vu. I was like, I was like, this is the point where I should not do it. And then I was like, but I don't have to climb back down this way. So I kept going and I got all the way up to the top and it was super sketchy. My heart was like pumping. And then I got, I got over and I was like, yo, I almost fell. And they were like, what? And I was like, yeah, but I'm fine. And they were like, all right. And then I was just, but I had this same realization, which I think is a progress. I had a realization like, this is where I should stop. And then I was like, but I don't have to climb down. So I went for it because climbing up is easy. Yep, I agree. Climbing up is always easier. Always. But you, you mentioned buildering. Mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. assembled this too in my day. Maybe, oh, yeah. Maybe two think, or three times. Yeah. I think building is one of those things that we talk about, like... Casual. They don't freaking do that is, that is something that, like, I, I don't think I would do now. No, because it's full-on mm. trespassing and, like, breaking You know, rules. but, like, even, like, fourth year, fifth year, like, I... Like, people are like, oh, do you want it? I'm like, eh. Like, you send? Dude, Talk, tell no stories. Tell stories. Okay. So for people who don't know what bouldering is. So bouldering, if you picture bouldering, climbing big boulders and, you know, whatever. Rocks, whatever. And we used to do it at UCSB. We used to climb buildings. So it, I don't even know how. It got the nickname bouldering. I think it might have been Ethan. Actually, I heard it from uh, that adventure, that excursion club. Was it excursion that's club? That, that's where I heard the term. Yeah. Really? I think Ethan was a part of excursion club, too. Yeah. I don't know. I, maybe you I or Ethan. I don't even I remember. But somebody brought up buildering, and I was like, oh, that's tight. Like, let's call it that. And we, as a group, went on so many rooftops of UCSB. Like, I can't even. Too many. So many. Like, we fucking. What was the like building? Like, the coolest ones. Not the weak ones. You know, is why. But, like, What's the coolest What's the building ones. that has. It's, it's, you said, it's no, one of the um, science HSSB. Is it HSSB that has, like, the, the, like, the outer layer, like, platform? Oh, that's, like, Broida. open air, and you can Broida. walk around the whole building, like. I don't know, twelve floors up, but it's like it's like a it's like a floor, but twenty six floors. But it's Broider. Is well, how high up is it? Six. Is yeah. that the one that we got to by the the catwalks with the, the catwalks over by oh, the yeah. by the chem lawn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Like wide enough that you feel oddly comfortable, but also not. It was know? like it was like I'd say like five or six feet wide, but there was a gap between that space and the wall that was like two feet right you have to walk and you like could drop down yeah so like it was on a catwalk where you had you had a lot of space to walk but there was also like cliff not, drop on the left it was not like you could scale the, the right. building and like yeah. like run your hand around the building because there's like a space that was fun also were you ever part of the uh parker's couch freshman year Parker yeah. oh couch? yeah tell oh, that yeah. story you guys I, i'm so sad i wasn't a part of this but i did go to well, visit the couch later I sorry, I wasn't part of moving it up. I visited, I guess. Oh, okay, okay. You were part of moving it up. I was. Okay, tell that story quickly. All right, I'll tell it. I don't know. That might be one of the same. I feel like that's a story for another time. You I feel like that's a story yeah. for someone who it's brought like it up. It's like a Parker story. Yeah. If we have Parker on or Ethan on, like, yeah. I want to have it with them. All right, fair. I agree. But yeah, long story short, 
we put a couch on the roof of our residence hall freshman year, and it took them three years to find it. Even though we told them the day after because it was so high up. Yeah, so they didn't. Roger. Oh, no, no, they didn't believe you guys. They you didn't believe them. Yeah. No, Parker told him. I, I see. Yeah. Was it Parker? Yeah, Parker was like, "Hey, Roger, what would you? Well, how would you feel if I put a if I put a couch on the roof?" Parker. And Roger was like, "Lol, I'm gonna tell my RD," and the RD went up there, and because it was like, it was not even on the roof. What's on the story? On the electrical <laughs> like box of the building, they couldn't see the it. highest point of the building, literally the highest anyway, point. Like if you're one level geez. below. Exactly. Like, my point is like they knew about it. Where's they just couldn't G's? find it for yeah. three years. Where's some G's? <laughs> anyway. That story is to come in the future, potentially. But I think, I think Buildering started with us doing all the parkour around. Uh, yeah, around definitely. Camp, it started with parkour. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I think that happened earlier, but that didn't spark Buildering at all. No, it definitely didn't. Yeah. It was different. Buildering, you guys wanted to go see different. So, all right. Well, built into camp. I think it started with Bren Hall, right? I think so. Bren that... with the, with the, where we went up into a little, like, we climbed the ladders and we sat. Or is that the, the, so the I remember holes. the park, I remember the park is that Bren? That's the science book. I thought that yeah, was LSD. Oh, it is Bren. No, that's Bren, yeah. It's right next to the life science building, right? Right next to life science, yeah. Okay, okay. Yes, that one was... was the first one we did. And we did we did so many. We did Bren Hall, we did the parking HSSB, structure one. Parking structures. You oh, said park you were there you were there the first that parking structure trip right the first one we found the couch no no No? dude but i know the couch because i was on the second trip you were on the second trip dude i I don't even know who's there there's so many yeah there's so many couches so many trips it was like an octopus couch or something right yeah i remember somebody talking about the octopus couch i almost said octopus couch i know mateo was there but i don't know what mateo's gonna be on so i feel like we can talk about the couch yeah definitely it was Mateo and somebody else. I think it might have been Ethan. Probably. I know he did a lot of it in the early. I haven't talked like to Ethan in so long. We need to, we need to hit up Ethan. I messaged him the other day. It was his birthday. I messaged uh, him anyway, through Angela. We, we go, because we, uh, it was skate. It was people who were skating. It was I think it was me, Mateo, Ethan, and maybe one other person. But it might have been just the three of us. We're out and we're skating. This We're bombing like parking structure, like super normal. Bomb parking structure. <laughs> You know, you just, it's fun. You climb, you take the elevator back up, you do it again, take the elevator back up. And we see this building that's next to the parking structure. And we're like, oh, what's over there? What do you think's over there? Like, maybe we should go check it out. And we saw that there was like a connecting part where it was literally just a fence, like a yep. normal ass fence. And like we're like, barely. oh, <laughs> yeah, we're like, oh, let's, let's just hop this fence and go check it out. So we go, we hop the fence and we're walking around this like building and we're walking on the roof we go around this corner we're like oh cool and then we like duck under and it's got like ventilation and stuff we're like climbing through we go all the way to the other side and we pop around and we see a view of the entire ocean from the corner and like for those who don't know santa barbara is the elbow of california i like to call it it's like the point where california turns and that point is ucsb yeah like that point is where our school is and from that point where we're at that building is the point of that point and yeah. you just see almost 180 degrees of ocean and we're, we just looked out and it's crazy and we turn the corner and there's a couch on this roof looking out over this view and we just lose it we're like oh my god like 
there's a couch here and on the couch there's like drawings on the couch people have like graffiti marked it up and they're like there's like an octopus on it and there's like people people drew like a joint on it and then and then there's a note and it says like you have found the octopus joint couch <laughs> please keep it a secret or like something stupid like that like mm-hmm. like basically like you found this area don't tell anyone and we were like, oh, my God, this is the coolest thing. So we had to bring our friends back. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then Aaron's on the second trip. You want to talk about your experience going there? Uh, I mean, pretty similar to that one, man. Uh, easy, easy fence to hop, really close to the parking structure. Unbelievable views, like you said. Actually, I don't know if I noticed that note. I know the, I remember the octopus, octopus joint couch and all that, but I don't know if I remember the note uh, personally. But I do remember the view. One of the best. I think that and Bren had amazing views. Um, I think as for like fun though, I think Yusen was like the most Dude, like Yusen. risky and fun and like Yusen crazy. was <laughs> when I was talking about reckless, Yusen is reckless. Yusen is very reckless. It so was Yusen is university more... center. It's like the it's like where you go, it's like where the bookstore is, it's like where the main plaza, like where everything like there's like the food court like everything like it's like home base it's like main street well i guess Man, but like but like it's like yeah it's like the mail room it's like where every every like the home base of the university is the u Exactly. and i don't even remember the story of like how we like well, start we like saw because like going down to the hub right there's those stairs i'm talking and, up as well though Oh, you're talking about top. I'm talking top and down. Top up and down, bro. Up and all right. Well, let's talk about up first. Yeah. Okay. So we like we climb on stuff, whatever. That's fine. Usually it's like stairs most of the way up, and then we just boost each other over one wall, and that's it. Like it's it's really not that hard. Or a little you can pipe. do it with yeah. Pipe it well, the pipe the pipe was tough, but like again, it's not like climbing much. a ladder, but it's yeah. a tough ladder. Yeah. The Usen. Was the sketchiest one. We we spent I don't know how long trying to scope out. We walked around the whole thing, maybe once, maybe twice, like just trying to find the best place. And we found a couple of potential places to like, try and get on the roof. All, all awful, yeah, all <laughs> terrible. And we were like, all right, this one's probably the best. With the worst part about the best spot is that it's the front of the U set. It's literally like one of the main entries where everyone walks in it's like 11 12 at night so like no one's but there. everyone ha- everyone walks by it as well it's like the right. way especially from the dorm for right especially yeah. anyone who lives in the freshman area in the dorms like when they walk back they walk right by that yeah and we were like all right yeah. i think mateo went out first yeah i think it was we did it in groups remember we had to do it um in like pairs essentially where like two people went at a time. I think you or Mateo and someone went first. I don't, who was even all there? Gosh, it's so hard. I, I don't even remember, dude. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. All these memories get blended together. We we did like way too many building trips, so it makes sense. But I remember it being like sketchy, like a box near a door, and then like a fucking yeah, light, yeah. Like a light post fixture, and then like something even the, sketchy the, like big bolts that like popped off yeah. of the windows yep we had like three or four main like areas or like obstacles or like stages like on hand, the like handholds yeah yeah but they were like also, climbing, but like with 
shit climbing yes. devices. Like, <laughs> I remember them being pretty far apart. Like, we kind of had to help each other, from what I remember, right? Or no? I remember, I remember needing help up to the the very last one. But I yeah. think somebody got up there first. I think I, I'm, I'm assuming Mateo got. He was the best climber of the group of us. I think we boosted him too, though. I don't know. I don't remember. Man, it was... I, I, don't, I don't even remember. <laughs> but yeah, it was just super sketchy, and we scaled. I don't know. It's maybe like fifteen feet, maybe twelve. No, it's more than that, man. More. Oh yeah, easily from the ground to the like that top that wall. I I think more than fifteen personally, but I don't remember, man. A couple of years. Anyway, long, but... for those of you who go to UCSB, when you walk into the hub, that little area, we climbed right to the left of that. Exactly to the left. That little the like little in between space, and so the three or four or five, however many people we got went with, got up there. And we're just like, oh my god, we're on top of the U.S.N. Like we're on top of the U.S.N. Like this is the coolest thing. Like we haven't been up here yet, and we start scaling, roaming around, you know. And yeah. first we go left, and we realize like, oh, that's the MCC. We're like, all right, there's nothing to do over there. Like let's go the other way. And we start climbing like towards the U.S.N. And then we hear people walk in, and we're like, oh, we need to like hide. So we're like hiding, and like a bunch of like drunk people coming from IV or like walking by, and we're like looking over, and they're like, can they see us now? They can't see us, and my favorite part was the was that post. Yes, the, with the shirt. The the ones the one that you and Mateo did handstands on, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. That was on like a. I remember that being like another level, like a higher level, like one of the higher levels of the roof. And I remember having like an unbelievable view of the the lagoon and just the top of the roof was kind of cool. It was just all dark, but keep going. Sorry. Yeah, it, I mean. Exactly what you're saying. Like that was one of the better views I think of any of the buildings we were on. Not yeah. because it was like that spectacular, but just because we only ever went once. Yep. And that was the thing that was special about Houston for me. It was like we went to Bren so many times. We went to HSSB so many times. We went to like even the like the the arts building and like what like so many times, like theater and dance area. We went up like on multiple buildings so many times, but we only did USAN once because it was just so sketch to get up, and it was so yep. sketch to get down. And speaking uh, of damage. outside of like, yeah, like again, getting down. <laughs> but doing the um, doing those handstands on that on that one post, and they had this area that was like, it looked like this is how we knew like we weren't the first people there, mm. is because there was a there was just like wooden post like. Almost like a cross. Yeah, like no, there's like a wooden cross, and they had a there was a T-shirt put on the cross. Yeah, like and a we flag. Were like, okay, like that's totally. And the T-shirt was old; it was nasty. But like we we're like, oh, this is so cool. And we were like, next time we come, we're gonna put an FSSP 2014 shirt on it. And we we're like, we're gonna like you know we're gonna I don't even know if it said 2014, but like it was that like, we're gonna put an FSSP shirt on it. And we just never went back yep. because it was just sketch and we got, we're just like, oh, we don't need to do that anymore. No, I'm kind of glad though. I think you're right. That was a special one-time thing. I wish we had better memory of who else was there. We'll have to ask. I know. Uh, 
We'll have to ask. I, bet, I think it was Ethan. Happened. I think it was you. I feel like it was Ethan. It was you three and Ethan. Because it had to be people who could have climbed. It. I remember it. I I remember what was going. I'm gonna remember. It, you know what? Not... I think it was Ethan because Ethan was there when we went down too. Yeah, I think I think you're right, Brittany. I really think it was the three of us yeah. and Ethan. We try. You guys attempted to go again. Are you took us? You took. It was me. Talking about going up? No, down. Okay, down. But you guys talked about going up. I remember fighting with Aaron because we were, we had gone down under the youth end and did all that cool stuff or whatever. And then we were like sitting in your truck in the that parking lot right by the youth end. This was fourth. (laughs) This was third. Third year. Third year. year. And Aaron was like pushing for us to go and like pushing. He's like, "Brittany, you can do it." And I'm like. I have neither the height nor the upper body strength to <laughs> even attempt to get up there. I remember fighting with Aaron about this. I'm like, I'm not freaking trying that. And John was like, I agree. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how hard it was. It's hard. It was but hard. Talk, you, guys, we like, you guys had talked about doing it again, is my point. That's true. Yeah, and that's the point is that we reasoned against it. Yeah, you guys <laughs> were all like, never mind. <laughs> all right, let's talk about it. That's the difference in, well, we went, we went up top freshman year, right? Yeah, yeah. That's the difference in two years. That and like now it's been how many years? Good it's been job, five babe. years since then. Super mature. And now we won't even go on any buildings. You know, <laughs> We're, that was yeah. literally our youth just being drained of us as we realized it at that moment. But under the USEN, <laughs> I don't think I was ever part of walking into like the supplies of the USEN. I know I heard stories of that one, but I never went into that. Can we even yeah. get this on record? I want to, but I, think Dude, I don't care. <laughs> I want future people to do it too. Future people can do this one. This one's easy. Dude, what they've got to find a way to lock this. There's no way future people are going to be able to do this. But anyway, yeah. Dude, they're not going to know that anyone's ever been in there until they hear <laughs> until, they take- <laughs> <laughs> until, until you guys go famous and this, they, this until up. we go famous and they hear this. But I'll, it'll be cool by then. Anyway. <laughs> so the building that we were just on top of the usen when you walk in the doors that we just talked about the hub and then you look to the left that's where we climbed up when you walk through these doors there's a staircase that goes down into the hub which is like a little area they got food and they like do little concerts every once in a while but if you look to the right while you're going down the stairs there's a glass window and there's like a little gravel area it's just like an empty space but there's a little, it looks like a hallway at the end of it that goes underneath the normal walking area from before you enter the doors. And so we noticed this because we're observant and mischievous. <laughs> and we were like, yo, we should check it out sometime. And I, again, have no idea who the entire group was the first time. It was the same group. I think it was the same trip. I think it was. I think it was the same trip. It was you four. Because I remember us having our skateboards. Didn't we take our skateboards all the way up and all the way down? I think so. I think we did. And then we hit our skateboards down. inside, like when we went, yeah, when we went yeah. down. Yeah. Which, like all you right, said, so we're that. assuming it's the same group. I don't, yeah. I don't even. Anyway, we go and we're walking. So we drop down into this little gravel area, and we follow this hallway, and it, the hallway is maybe like three feet high. So we're like crouched down, we're like squatting and like walking, duck walking through. And we get all the way down to the end of this hallway. The hallway goes to the left and then it drops down again. And there's this grate, right? Was the grate was the grate before we dropped down? Yeah, the grate was right before we dropped down. But that hallway, man, you 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 kind of like 
played that a little low key. It was like, <laughs> like straight out of the movies, like feels like you're crawling through air vents because there was some sort of airflow and it was dusty as hell and dirty and like disgusting. But also, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but also like one of the coolest things we've ever done. So we get to this grate and then go ahead. And we like, we like lift the grate up and off and, and then somebody drops down again, probably Mateo because we made him do everything and he was like down to do it. <laughs> Either and him Mateo or Mateo goes down first yeah. and there's a door and there's a light and he opens the door and the door's unlocked. Mm-hmm. He just like opens the door and he's like, yo, the door's open. And we're like, oh shit. Like, all right. And then like all of us go down. Again, it's super dusty. It's super nasty. And we're just like coughing and like covering our eyes. And like, it's like awful. And we get into this door and we realize that we're in the like underground pantry slash like cellar of, for those who know the area of the Houston, but like under Jamba Juice, if you know where Jamba Juice is and like the, the corner store, we're like underneath that. And we're like walking around we're like oh this is crazy you know this is crazy and then we, we follow another we take a turn there's another ladder that goes down like a spiral ladder and there's just food everywhere there's like oranges and there's like all of like the canned foods and there's like all of the bottles of like like storage from like the like coffee shop like all of the like yeah, core like mixers yeah yeah and we're just like oh like this is crazy and so we're like and we keep going and we go around the corner and we like go out down to the end and we open up another door. And then we're in like this underground sewer, like there's like where the piping is underneath the Houston. And we're just like walking through this crazy area and we're like, there's just like pipes and there's like water on the ground. And it's all nasty. And we like go all the way out and we find this other door that leads to like another area of the youth center where we thought about like trying to cl- get in. And we're like, Oh my God, like this leads to that area. And we like close that door. It was just like, we just like ex- adventured around the whole lower area of the youth And then I think when we were ready to leave, there was like a, one more door that opens like to the kitchen, right? Yeah. Yeah. Out of the- I was, I was far away. I was far away from that. I, I wasn't, I was still like down the hall. We were, I think, was it you and Mateo? That or... we, mm-hmm. we like peeked in and we were like, we wanted to go in, but I think, I feel like there was something that was stopping us. Like we were going to, but either something happened or it was, like, like a camera or something. You were like, we the door, there was a camera and we like closed the door and we we're like, yeah. oh shit, we got to get out. Because <laughs> I remember us being like, it almost felt like we were in like a spy movie. Like, I don't know, kind of like a weird way to describe it, but if, for the listeners like that's that's kind of what it felt like we were going through these like tunnels it was essentially like the usn crawl space like johnson all the piping and like electrical water plumbing everything but it was like i remember being like really dimly and almost like super mm-hmm. fluorescent like really yellow and kind of had this like creepy like uh like almost murder like thriller suspense vibe and then of course we're all like paranoid of like these cameras and we're no, we know we're somewhere we shouldn't be, but at the same time, oh, like, yeah. we're gonna, we're gonna explore who <laughs> we can get into, and uh, yeah, we definitely explored the shit out of those those tunnels. I remember going, we went like both ways, right? And we kind of went mm-hmm. to both ends, and nothing much came out of the tunnels. But then we went back into the storage room. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, there? and we were like, we're like, yo, there's so much cool shit down here. Like, not that I promote stealing or anything like that, but we we're like, yo, like. There's some cool stuff down here. Like, 
we should come back sometime and maybe take some shit. <laughs> My goodness. Don't approve. Don't approve. I mean, it's bad. But also... One example, one example that I remember is they had an entire, like, either an entire bookshelf or a couple shelves of a bookshelf full of boxes of matchbooks. Like... Yes, the matchbooks. Probably tens of thousands of matchbooks. And we're like, they're, they're not going to know if, like, one little box like, goes missing. Like, come on. They're not going to know. They're not so, going to know if a giant jar of peaches goes missing. They're not Yeah, gonna. so the point is, is we <laughs> left and we came back with David. And David had backpacks. <laughs> <laughs> and we might have misplaced some things from the storage. Including, fun fact, I still have this. Mm. We we found a little back area in one of the like bookcases and there was like alcohol in the back of it. And we were like, all right, this is definitely not a part of the inventory. You know, this is like there shouldn't be these bottles of alcohol behind all these cans or whatever. Yeah. And so we found them and I there's like a little tiny bottle of Grand Marnier. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, I'm taking it. I was like sticking in the backpack and we're like, all right, cool, we're leaving. I was like, what are they going to do? Hey, someone stole my bottle of alcohol that I hid behind uh, at work. Like, I don't know. <laughs> so, anyway, I still have it. I haven't opened it. How it's much been, is that? Yeah, it's like 40 bucks, something like that. It's not It's not crazy. I forgot you grabbed that. I remember the peaches or pears. Yeah, but it was mango and oranges. Oh, God, that's what it was. Yeah. That's right. It was like a like a three-pound can mm-hmm. of mango and orange, like the giant cans. Mm. Took up like most of the backpack. We couldn't even take any other cool stuff. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but hey, we did learn talking about learning from our mistakes, learning, uh, noticing. Oh, yeah. Second time we came back, good point. We brought goggles. <laughs> <laughs> we had swimming goggles and like sunglasses. We and, fucking like, ridiculous, yeah, bro. We looked so dumb. If we would have got caught, we would have looked like idiots. <laughs> we had like swim goggles underneath. We're like, Dude, I, I actually remember I had my like snorkel or my uh, my scuba mask, so it was like a half face mm-hmm, mask, mm-hmm. which was pretty fucking hilarious. And then I think Mateo had these like cheap little blue ones that I had, and then you guys had yeah, like the little like the the speed swimmer glasses yes. goggles. And then didn't like Ethan wear like lab goggles or something? I think you wore lab goggles. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was just like the most thrown together. Oh, oh yeah. God. It's so fun, so fun. Too crazy, man. We were we were a little a little wild. A little it's crazy. Freshman year, fresh, just crazy memories. Like, like I would never do that shit now. There's no, no way. I I didn't. I went back under. I think one more time after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that, that we all went. That time, yeah, yeah. Like one I'm, more time after that. I think Drew, Drew has gone since. We took Drew, and Drew's gone since. Yeah, but like it's just. It's just too sketch. Like, there's no way. Like, I, I just, I'm not, like, reckless anymore, I guess. I feel like I've grown up. I feel like I've grown up, too, but I don't think Buildering's behind me. I think if it wasn't too sketch, I would still do it. This sounds fun. I but... mean, certain buildings we could totally do. Oh, yeah. Easily. But, but not also, you. like. Not you, said. <laughs> never, never again, you, said. I, I think that's in the past. Yep. Nah. Avoid the sketchy ones, for sure. I mean, it's just also different circumstances. Like, when you're a freshman, mm-hmm. like, and you're at the school, you're a student, like, it's different. Like, 
anytime we do it from now on, we're like graduated, we're coming back, we're trespassing, like we're we're adults, adults. We're not 18, 19, like fresh out of high school. Like, I just wanted to see what was down there. You know, like we're like, I've been here six times. Like, <laughs> we're like what do you say? Like, oh, I got lost. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I visit here every year. No biggie. Come on. Yeah, exactly. So um, I just I feel like our memories will live through that, but yeah, it's not, nah, it won't happen again, but I was pretty lucky and I did get to do some building for my job in San Francisco. And that was, Oh no shit. Yeah, dude. That was pretty cool. We, a uh, uh, part of our sampling was sampling for exterior, including the roofs. And, uh, I got them some pretty, pretty cool roofs in San Francisco with some great views. That you got, awesome. got paid to go building. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Living the dream. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah, too much fun, man. We did. We had so many great memories of freshman year. That's <laughs> true. Uh, way too many. Way too many. Uh, like what else? I don't know. I was thinking, I was like, do you have any other topics you're you're feeling about addressing or? Actually, yeah. So I didn't quite prepare as many um. crazy yeah exactly uh crazy questions like gary um there's a couple things i want to talk about so first one which kind of builds on uh what you guys did a couple a long time ago actually one of the first podcasts and i think maybe the third or so ufc what the heck is going on like i heard all this oh ufc yeah Um, So nice here's the thing. That back. Let me chat for a second here. Yeah. Um, Pretty sick brains. <laughs> so Dana White. Yep. I, I first like got it got interested in the UFC, which again <clears throat> was like six months ago, not even. Um, you know, I I thought Dana I thought Dana White was fucking dope. I was like, this is the guy who's like not like the president, but like he's running stuff, he's managing stuff, and he's so into um the sport of it he's so into the competitiveness of it he full-on has you know post-fight interviews about his opinion and how he thought you know a particular round went and why and like I just thought it was so cool to have somebody who he's a promoter you know he's like this is the he's the money part of it that is what he does he he promotes the show and then and runs it but like be so genuinely informed, knowledgeable, and interested about it. You know, you think you he's know. A fan. He's a fan, and like I understand, like he's st- like he's like kind of a lower position role than say an owner would be. But if you think of like owners of some of these freaking like high end sports teams, they don't know shit about the sport. They don't care. <laughs> so I was like, I have so much respect for this guy. I would, I would prefer to listen to his post fight interviews than a lot of other like like a newscast uh you know commentary about it but when the pandemic hit you know he was so kind of tunnel visioned on this fight with Khabib and Tony because it, it had been canceled so many times and he was like it's cursed blah 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 but I was just so frustrated because I'm I'm very I'm very pretty strict about like social distancing and I'm very um you know John and I haven't like actually seen anybody like at all even like with like you know, you asked us to hike, and I was like, eh. no. even, with, <laughs> even with six feet apart, I'm still, like, kind of questionable, just because, like, I, we're kind of crazy, but I'm I'm kind of, like, super hyper about that. But so, the yeah. fact that he was, 
so um like in in the during the time that things are really scary like right now like that's us sorry that's our alarm um i learned to drink water yeah <laughs> like part of me gets that like it's been a couple months like people were like getting <laughs> restless like i understand but like right when stuff hit like you everybody needed to sit down you know what i mean like that's just what we needed to do and he was so about this fight it it made me lose a lot of respect for him unfortunately because he was he was like we'll do it anywhere whatever it takes anywhere in the world that will have us you know and was like asking around and he finally actually almost he was gonna have it here in lamore which is just 45 minutes south Palace. of where we're at now because it's a it's a reservation indian reservation they don't they can by the same they can do whatever they want like oh you know bring us more money bring us more money um but you know it's still not safe it was still wasn't it wasn't against recommendations or anything like that and so finally Disney, because the UFC has a recent contract with ESPN, like this last, within this last year, I think the first fight that ESPN was a part of advertising for and promoting was the McGregor and Cowboy fight in January. And brought, like, it was an, an I mean, already it was going to be a huge fight, period, but like ESPN freaking advertised for that. My mom knew about the fight. Um, And anyways, point is, contract, you know, with Disney bigger ups and so finally I guess he gets he said the biggest top people that like that are at Disney called him and was like you need to like sit down for a second um but in this process during this time he was so fed up with the idea that he couldn't just like have this fight despite his like own agenda and a couple people who would agree to do it that he freaking bought an island he bought an island he was like we got fight island baby oh you can't totally like Fight Club. No one can tell me anymore if I can or can't host a fight. So because exactly. it's a private island, and this island is rumored to be the same island that Epstein owned since he kind of you know disappeared. No that the island was available, and no. apparently it's rumored. It's not official, but no one knows where Fight Island is yet. But but who's Epstein? Oh, babe. Am I? Am I super ignorant? Tell me. Yeah, Jeffrey Epstein. There's a oh, whole, no. whole side story. All right. I'll tell you about that later. Sorry. Um, admit anyway, admit ignorance. Died, and now his island's available. Anyway, <laughs> so the point is now, you know, fighters, including Cowboy, who I still adore Cowboy, but the Cowboy and Gaethje and, like, all these like, big name fighters, there's like, there was... Amanda Nunes backed out, but there's like three title fights on this one. There's going to be two title fights on this next card coming this Saturday. It's like actually kind of a crazy. But fight. it's out. It's out of Florida. They're running it out of Florida. They got everyone in Florida to pass on it. Oh, so it's they're... not on Fight Island yet. They uh... need another few weeks yeah. to prep Fight Island. It's going to be in Florida, and they've got like every important person you need, like the governor of Florida, and they've got the the mayor of the city is taking place in. And like the president of the the building or whatever it is, like they have all of the necessary people to say yes. Seth said yes, and they have three events in eight days. So this Saturday, wow. the following Wednesday, and the following Saturday, they have three events, and they're just going bam, bam, bam. And I think there's like upwards of fifty fighters within those three events. Well, here's the thing: is that they're, I mean, like I again, I don't, I don't like necessarily approve of this because everybody's fucking like the point is to not see anybody like if i can't stand next to a person in a freaking grocery line these people should not be fighting each other fighting's not important enough but from like a money standpoint if you're that greedy and obnoxious and that's like your sole purpose 
oh my god, everybody's gonna freaking buy this stuff right now because there's nothing on. There's Everyone's no home. sports on there's right no now. Sports. There's nothing new. Anybody, even if you're not even like relatively interested in fighting, there's nothing else competitive to watch right now. Of course, people are gonna buy this. Like and make like that that side of it makes a lot of sense. And it's the Exactly, and it's the first sporting event since this stuff has happened. So, like you said, it's just gonna be. But I don't blow agree up. with it. I actually am it's very crazy. upset with the whole situation. I agree. I even read a little statement by Dana saying that they're gonna try to minimize all personnel blah, blah, and only blah, have. Blah. We'll it's test like people the, right before they fight. Like exactly. The two fighters, they each get one coach, so it's like a total of four. Plus, they might get like one other person in their corner, which yep. make a total of six. Plus the referee, plus three judges might be remote. So like they're trying to minimize it as much as possible. But like, it's the principle. It's the idea that you right. are going out of your way to yeah. make this happen, despite the rest of the world not being able to make those kind of moves. You know, like okay, yeah, sure, throw your money around in Bahrain <laughs> Island. Guess what? That's not the kind of <laughs> model you should set for other people, and not and that's not realistic. You know, it's just, so it's just it's just frustrating but also as much as we feel that i will watch the fights i'm gonna watch the I fights will not pay for it. I will not we're not pay gonna for pay it. for it because we're stubborn like that but i might wait a week or two on, before no, i finally on view youtube them. the next day <laughs> you know you can find those fights in full so i mean maybe not though maybe they won't be perfect as, i was gonna I mean, ask they will, you yeah, they will. Right. but anyway I feel like there will be even more exactly. because there are so many more people available. But then you to- also have yeah. the other side of it, which is the target audience for UFC is lower middle class people. Like that's that is the the target like audience for UFC. That's just who buys regular UFC. Joe, like regular people, like like me and my dad who like want to watch UFC and like watch or get into it. You know, so during this whole crisis, those are the people that are struggling the most financially so there's a potential that your most loyal and regular consumers aren't going to buy the fight because of these like financial circumstances so i'm curious to see how the numbers work given there's a bunch of people who have nothing else to watch but also all the people who normally watch might not be able to afford it right now so i'm curious how the numbers look and what's cool is and dana white announces the numbers after every single event in the press conference he, he always says, we did this much at the gate, which will be zero <laughs> because there's no audience. Yep. And we did this much via pay-per-view and like he gives all the numbers. So I'm really excited to see how that kind of pans out and see where the rest of America is like kind of, I guess the world is either buying or not buying based on the circumstances. I'm curious. Definitely. That actually just uh, kind of sparked a decent idea. We should maybe do a Zoom viewing, not the paper, but maybe okay. a YouTube Zoom viewing. Honestly, if we get enough people on Zoom. Are you down? Not down. I'm, we could, oh, you want to buy it. We could buy it. We could just buy it. Fucking sell out. <laughs> I might be down. Yeah, crossing the picket lines. <laughs> <laughs> It's so hard because I do like, agree, but at the same time, it's like you want. It's like a train wreck. You want to watch it. <laughs> but also, like, there's no way I don't. You don't want to fight Like ESPN Plus, UFC Fight Pass. Like, there's just they put these fights from the past. Like, eventually, UFC is gonna put these fights on ESPN Plus. Like, they're gonna be there eventually. But 
It's just whether or not you whether or not we're to... willing to wait a week or wait two weeks to see it. No, it's not even that. It's that by that point you will have read everybody else's opinions about it, right? And you want to be able to watch it and form your own, right? To contrast, exactly. So at the same time, you don't want to contribute to the loophole-ness of buying your own island and going over people and being a dick in that way, but at the and same then, time... But also, part of me is like, that's so dope. Like, if it was any other time, how cool would this be? Oh, from the fight... Like, yeah, they're, putting the, they're putting the Ooh. octagon on the beach. Like, it's gonna be an outdoor arena. I didn't know like, that. That's There's cool. gonna be, like, no that's roof. Cool. It's gonna be, like, on the beach, under the sun. First time ever. Like, that's so tight! Like, <laughs> like it's so cool. Like, if they've, like, produced this, like, really two years ago, and they're like, yo, we're going to do a fight island, people would be like, oh, why? You know, like, but also it's cool, but, like, why? We, why would we do it in circumstances that we can't control when we can put it inside and, like, control every aspect of it? But now it's like, people are calling, UFC fighters are calling each other out on Twitter. They're it's like, so yo, amazing. who's trying to fight? Like, tag a bunch of people. They're like, who's trying to throw it out? Like, it's just cool to see, like, who's interested in being a part of this, like, relatively very small window of the UFC's like life. Like once this all gets figured out, I don't think Fight Island is gonna like persist and like continue to be a thing. But I don't know. It could it might if Dana White bought an island, you never know. It could. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see we'll see where it goes, but UFC is a shit show right now, to be short. <laughs> In my opinion, but there's so many fighters like oh, freaking doing their shit now. They're like, okay, fighting, including Cowboy and Henry Cejudo and freaking uh, Gaethje and Tony. Also, I mean, if you think about it, if you're quarantining well, you're only meeting with your one coach and your one training partner, and you're you're all quarantining. It's the actual concept that it you should put something like a freaking fight above all else. Isn't it a sport? Yes, and there's no other sports doing that right now, and that's the point. Because there's very few other sports that can realistically be minimized the way the UFC can. But on the other side of that, golf, golf, and yes, and Wimbledon was canceled for the first time since World War II. Because it's the principle. Yeah. Because it's the principle. And that, that is my point here. Exactly. Is that if you're looking at a guy who's essentially a leader in like a community and it's like somebody that's looked to, you can't sit here and be like, our fight is so important. <laughs> it is more important than any other recommendation in the world. Countries aren't letting us in. Fuck it, we'll buy an island. Like it's just <laughs> stupid in my opinion. And it just it sends the wrong message. I don't care if you end up actually like doing all your stuff and testing and social distancing and whatever. I really don't care. It's the actual idea that you are going against the general good of the public, just like principally. Sorry. A little bit of a rant. It, just, it bothered me because it took it made me sad because I really I was like this guy is so cool <laughs> every fight I was like can we watch Dana's press conference first I was like <laughs> I was like let's hear what he had to say I'm interested even like yeah anyway but that won't change that's the thing I don't know I'm like actually genuinely disappointed yeah. it's so. tough. He, he has a job to do his job is to promote the UFC and but like do that guess what he promoted when, the UFC when he like, turned around when he turned around and like first of all I thought this was like a little bit obnoxious but like also of course I loved it um he was like all in challenge I'm here to promote and get money oh, for yeah. kids 
for food. And I was like, you should have led with that, dude. You should have started with that from the beginning, looked at what's <laughs> needed in the world, i.e. food for people who are struggling and not maybe put your fight first. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just doesn't apply. And, like, people are all like, well, fighters are people, too. They need to earn money for their families. Fuck that shit. They're rich. I don't care. They can, they can survive. I know. The top, top guys are rich, but the very... The, the prelim guys, those guys are struggling to make ends meet just like anyone No, else. okay, I get They're that. And I, and I understand that. to provide for their family. Okay, so no, I, I do, I do, do get that. Bad. But I'm saying, I'm saying Tony Khabib don't need a fight. That, that was my point. Tony Khabib did not need a fight. Khabib was one of the richest fighters in the whole UFC. Hands down. Wow. We'll look at numbers later. Yeah, but... They would survive a, a little hiatus. They would survive. But I do understand break. other fighters are not. But, like, but. also, like, that's not what Dana was doing. You know, that's, that's, that's not what he was protecting. That's interesting. Is that's how I learned about the, the PUA. Was through uh, a UFC. So, PUA is a public un- or a pandemic unemployment assistance. It's basically unemployment for people who don't normally qualify for unemployment. So people who are independent contractors, people who are self-employed, people who run small businesses, things like that, they qualify. Yeah, Actors, they qualify for writers. public or uh, pandemic unemployment assistance because of this whole situation. And I, I was listening to like a IGTV video, like a 15 minute video about how UFC fighters could potentially apply for that and be like granted like assistance and like benefits through that but as soon as they accept the contract they would lose those benefits so it was like it was really interesting That's to listen interesting. to that so psa for those who don't know if you're Definitely. an independent contractor self-employed and are struggling through this pandemic right now check out on the edd website public pandemic pandemic, I said un- the public I pandemic oh. unemployment assistance if you just type in pua application it should pop up on the EDD website and you can apply if you don't normally qualify for unemployment good luck with the Yo, application process though it sucks mm-hmm. I am yep. been struggling I don't even want to talk about it <laughs> I, I want to talk to, I want to talk about with you yeah, in person yes, about no, it not over the not. phone not over Okay, I'm so sorry. I went on a full-on rant with the UFC. Right. I love the passion. No, I'm glad that I, need, I actually really like that. I love the contrast, and I liked the the contrast of ideas, and like every side has its story. It was good. It was perfect. What else actually. were you? What else were you <laughs> wanting to chat about? Uh, okay, let's see. Um, that was the first one. The second would be. Um, so I recently caught up on Gary nice, and Alyssa's nice. podcast nice. and they were amazing. If you haven't heard, obviously. go check them out. <laughs> I learned, no, they're amazing. And I learned that we have more we similarities mean... that we didn't know about. In fact, that nice. both of you and I, <laughs> but separately, it's kind of funny. So, uh, Brittany, you mentioned, uh, yes. Sherlock with Benedict. I just binged the entire season that. in less than a week. Or I'm sorry, the oh series that is in less than a woman does <laughs> Well, there, there are many, there's like three or four yeah, episodes exactly. per season, and they're like, like an hour. 
an hour and a half each, and I think there's four yeah, minimum. There's so not, there's it, not a lot of episodes. It took up a lot. I mean, I've only no, seen it on real TV. Four, I've never seen it like. I think there's like, yeah, they're they're mini. It's a mini series, and so it's it's like if you were to watch like a full like if, if we were to watch a full season of NCIS, I would say it's like half of that. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's well, totally like the fair. whole thing. But at the same time, it's like oh, whole season. Okay. Just one season, just one season. Because NCIS is hour episodes, and they crank them out every week. Yeah, that's like twenty four episodes a season. It's a lot. Exactly. So this only had like four, I think maybe five at the most episodes per season. There's four seasons, and each episode is like an hour to an hour and a half. So it's like watching a movie every episode. But it is so good, so good, Brittany. You were so right. Benedict is amazing in that. I don't think I'm glad I watched. uh, Doctor Strange first, so it didn't influence my opinion yeah. on how that went. But I, I sure, remember I you mentioning that it kind of. I'm not going to say you take credit for it. <laughs> yeah. Really interesting. But then, okay, so then the other side to that was John struggling for a couple minutes in the podcast to oh, remember right, Elementary, so which good. was such a good show, dude. So good. I think okay. that was in Alyssa's episode because so I remember I was listening both. to it. What? Which one do you like more? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Let's go. Elementary. I have to say it. I don't even know who the actor is. But good. it was, it's more. He is. He's really good, but I think it's further, like it's a further spinoff oh, than yeah. Sherlock. Because, like you it's said, abstract. Abstract. It, yeah. It was like, exactly but like same thought process whatever really well done really well done i thought it honestly caught my like it kept me engaged more personally but both are amazing unbelievable um benedict did great and sherlock i loved it um every season like i didn't really pay attention to the order the episodes whatever i I literally (laughs) right here just sit here just watch them just let it flow i think i watched like at least six hours one day, and I was like, Martin came home, and I was like, I have done nothing <laughs> since he left but watch Sherlock. But it's crazy, because the twists in Sherlock are actually so amazing that I kept thinking that the series was ending. Right. I was like, oh, that's the end of the series. Like, I'm done, because something so crazy happens. Honestly, I, I recommend like it. It's, it's good. I, like, I it's, it, it. it's not I mean, it's Sherlock. Oh, Nika told me to watch Sensate the other day. Sensate, so good. Like... Yeah. That is, I, I only saw the first season, but it was really good. From what I it's a little cheesy, especially the beginning, but like yeah. once you know the characters, it definitely you warm up. There's only two seasons. I still think you saw both of them, though. There's only two seasons. Yeah, so those seasons because they apparently filmed actually throughout the world. Oh, but like, which. You saw both of them? I saw both, yeah. I've seen every. They also put out like a Christmas release episode, which was like a prep for a third season, or which was like the in between one and two seasons. It was like a, like a movie length. And uh-huh. then they came out with the second season, but apparently they're supposed to do like they didn't get approved for a wrap up season, so they're gonna do like a wrap up movie, like a wrap up episode, supposedly. But who knows? I haven't heard Ooh. anything about it. It was supposed to come out like either this year or last year, and I was like mad because it was, I had to wait in a whole another year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how so was good. the second season though? Good. Super, super trippy. Like. Like I, 
<laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't Those are the best comment things. on it at all because it's like it's so no, it's so crazy. And honestly, I can't remember which was first season or which was second season, but it, it was super good. And it gets as crazy as it got towards the end of the first season, the whole second season is like that. Oh, okay, okay. I probably would like it. I, I should uh, should check that out definitely. I remember the first first season being really good. Like you said at the end, it definitely picked up, and you were just like, yeah. It's like the suspense on the end of your seat. You're like, come on, what's so next? So for those listening, it's sense, like S-E-N-S-E, and then the letter eight. The letter eight. The number eight. <laughs> sense eight. Yeah, super good. I think it's on uh, Netflix, right? Netflix? Sense eight. Yeah. I think it's a Netflix original. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Yep. I think so, too. But yeah, that just reminded me that when, we were, when I was listening to that, it was so funny because I knew exactly what show you were talking about. And it was like a huge part of that was like senior year, right? Junior, senior year in high school, Sensei? like right before college. No, elementary. Oh, elementary. No, 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 no. I'm back to elementary. Dude, I have no idea. I'm back to elementary. <laughs> I feel like I remember it being toward the end I of our high school. I didn't watch it when because um, I remember I was watching. You, I don't think. Maybe I did. I have. Oh, you I did. Oh, I, I see. Dude, I don't okay. watch TV that much. Like, I really don't know when I watch things. Like, there's so many shows. And there's so yeah. many like. I have such a bad timeline of TV. That's fair. But it was just funny because you were like explaining <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, I know that show. And I like thought of the name and I like, I literally said it in my helmet. I'm like, it's elementary. And I'm like, you can't hear me. Like, <laughs> come on. We're like, whenever, I, I feel like that happens a lot actually when I'm listening to you guys' podcast. I'm like, it kind of brings me into those memories or like even into like the podcast with you guys sometimes. And I'm like, I want to be <laughs> right, there and right. I want to talk and I want to like, like discuss these amazing stories that we've all lived and uh, enjoyed together. It's just so fun. I love listening to you guys talk about our dude. Me too. Like, it's it's times. fun. It's fun having people like loyal. Like Aaron is one of our most loyal listeners. He gives us feedback on every episode, and I can't believe it's taken this long to have you on. Like it's it's been a he's long just time. He's one of our coming. best friends. Yeah, he's a super good things. friend and wants to give good feedback and wants to listen. So it's been awesome. And this was super fun. Like it's been almost two hours. Yeah, we we, up I, we we should wrap up, oh, but man. like it's it's been two hours, and, like it felt so easy and so <laughs> quick, and yeah, it was super fun. I can't wait to have you back on again and yeah. and invite like we're we're potentially doing some like tag team episodes in the future with people who've been on before. Yeah. So yeah, we'll definitely look into that and yeah. see if we have any topics I mean, that we can pair you with someone else and like have have you guys on and. Get out to some in-depth topics. I'm super down. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I just <laughs> love it. I love how supportive you've been and everyone else has been, and just like an example of like how close we all are. Yeah, how close like our friend group is, and how how cliche like the whole idea of like meet the team is, but like it really is like an extension of like what we are and what our kind of group embraces like just being a big family and like incorporating everyone and there's just a lot of love to go around it's a football team that's what it is pretty much or a couple <laughs> football teams honestly maybe a whole league i seriously do like honestly think that most of that is like that freshman yeah. year and a lot of it's Brittany. and i just really oh! want to say thank you because <laughs> i have so many amazing friends honestly because of you and, like, I don't think you realize how big this web is. Like, 
It's huge. Scary. It's, it's huge. Scary. The team is huge. It is kind of scary. Like we could probably be a small country. <laughs> Definitely a real one. That's for sure. So how would you take over the world? No, I'm just kidding. I would take over the world. Uh, I'm like, Carrie, I need another question. <laughs> <laughs> but John was on it. He was like, all right, so I would go religion because <laughs> you look at most of the people that have taken over the past. Dude, that was a good answer, honestly. I was leaning more toward like the Elon Musk side, but <laughs> I could see him taking over the world, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, dude, this was so good. It was this fun. Was a great Thanks was so for being fun. on. We love you. Totally killed it. I know you were a little nervous before, but this was super easy, super fun. <laughs> and yeah, I'm looking forward Definitely. to the to next time we can do it again. Time. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Hopefully soon. Alrighty. Alright. Sounds like I All think right, that's it. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. And we'll <laughs> talk to y'all soon. We love you, Aaron. Love you, Aaron. Bye. Right. Meet you guys. <laughs>